Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the legendary coaches series as told by their players. We look back on the life and legacy of Bobby Bowden. Like a superhero in a sense. He was a great man. I always say Coach Bowden had five seconds for everybody. With stories from Florida State legend Charlie Ward and more right here. It's time for the College Football Legends Podcast. The players. We're going to hit somebody and we're taking down the field for a touchdown. I guarantee you that. The coaches. No man is more important than the team. No coach is more important than the team. The players. There goes Davis! Oh my God! Davis is going running all the way back! And so much more. College football legends. Heroes come and go, but legends live forever. Welcome to Believe in College Football Legends. I'm Chris Smith. Send me a topic or question on Twitter at the Sports Jesus. That's at the Sports Jesus. We have a great show for you. You know what else is great? It's Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports info, stats, news, and scores. Get those latest odds and lines, and most importantly, the latest matchup reports. BetOnline is your Sports Intel headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs. Look, it's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from the comfort of your home. Get in on the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join, and be sure to use the promo code BELIEVE that's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. It's Penn Online, where the game starts. Coaching legend Bobby Bowden amassed an eye-popping 377 career victories, fourth most in NCAA history and the second most at the FBS level at the time of his passing in 2021. But it was Bobby Bowden, the man, that impressed 1993 Heisman Trophy winner Charlie Ward the most. Uh, well, he is who he is um, and what people say he is. Uh, you know, when I had an opportunity to uh, play at Florida State, he was a legend even before that time. And when he came on campus, you know, because I grew up in Thomasville, which is about 45 minutes from Tallahassee, and his show was on every Sunday. Um, the Bobby Bowden show. And so he was definitely, um, grow- he, he grew in our house and anyone that was on television was like a superhero in a sense. And wow. so, you know, he, uh, get, once got an opportunity for him to come to a game, um, at one of my high school games, that was an honor. Um, and then he actually came in our living room and sat down and talked to us about, you know, potentially coming or coming to Florida state. Um, which was another uh, all moment. And so it was, um, and then once I got on campus, you know, just his, um, his Christian faith, the way he lived his life was, was different. Um, and so, you know, he's not perfect, just like none of us are, uh, but he definitely helped a lot of young men grow. Um, in their development. And I know for myself, I'm grateful because it gave me opportunity uh, to one, get a, get a degree uh, while playing sports. Uh, and, you know, he gave me multiple opportunities to, you know, be the quarterback. Uh, but he did tell me I needed to be, I want, if I wanted to play quarterback, I would have to be patient. And so he was honest and uh, upfront about all the things early on in the recruitment process as well as if I wanted to play basketball, I had to make sure my grades were right. And um, so he held to his word. Uh, 
and I had to do my part, but he held to his word. And so I was just grateful for his example um, of what, you know, fair looks like, what honest looks like, and what a man of God looks like. Because we had Devo uh, each and every uh, Friday night before our games. And he also had devotional um, with his coaches, with his coach and his coaching staff uh, meetings as well. And most of the coaches, you know, adhered to those. Uh, they had some form of faith, which, you know, plays a big part in just, you know, team unity, uh, camaraderie, like uh, a plan for one another. Yes. And so those things uh, played a big part. Um, and that's kind of who Coach Bowden is. Coach Bowden had only four losing seasons in his 44-year career. A career that included 32 bowl appearances and 21 bowl wins, both of which are second most among all coaches. Coach Bowden was at his best in Tallahassee with a staggering 14 consecutive 10-win seasons at Florida State from 1987 to 2000, while also winning two national championships with the Seminoles. Bowden's longevity caused the National Football Foundation to modify its rules in 2006 to allow for the induction of active coaches after the age of 75. He was honored by the NFF as the 2006 Gold Medal Award winner, the organization's highest honor, which recognizes his contributions not only to the game, but to the nation. He was also inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in the same year. Now Bowden would coach until 2009, retiring at the age of 80, with a 7.34 winning percentage. Even with all those accolades along the way, Bobby Bowden stayed humble, as former Florida State Athletic Department personnel Michael Smoose explains. You know, when I was growing up, you know, Florida State had that run in the 90s where they were, you know, top five for like 10, 10 years in a row. So the you know, first time you see Coach Bowden, it's a, it's a little intimidating, but uh, he was a great man, very um, affable to talk to anybody. He, I always say Coach Bowden had five seconds for everybody. Um, anytime he'd see in the hall, hey buddy, hey gal, you know, so he always would, would talk to people. Um, like I, said, I just remember his, how genuine he was. He always had, again, had time for people. He signed autographs relentlessly. You know, there's legendary times like, you know, uh, media day where he's signing autographs for hours. You know, he waits till the last person's got his signature. And then at Christmas time, the memorabilia office would just have stacks and stacks of hats and balls and photographs and he would sign them all. In the, you know, in time for someone to have a nice Christmas present. I remember uh, we were, um, I think this was 2007, I want to say. It was Nick Saban's first year to Alabama. Okay. We're, playing Al- we're, playing, we're playing Alabama in Jacksonville. And uh, we beat them because obviously he took over a program that wasn't very good at, at Alabama. And uh, at the press conference, they had the little placard on, on a stand that had each coach's name. And the woman that was the moderator tried to get Coach Saban to sign the placard, and he just walked, kind of walked away. <laughs> Didn't want any of that. Didn't want any of it. But Coach Bowden, sure, darling, let me, let me see. He signed it, you know, talked to her, walked with her for a few minutes. Like I said, that was, that was always him. Um, but I do remember um, ESPNU was in its infancy. And unfortunately, we were having some bad years back then, and we weren't always on, like, ESPN or ABC, but we were on ESPNU. And... I'm taking coach on Friday to meet the the talented to kind of talk through things. And uh, he's like, he's like, what channel are we on? Uh, and I said, ESPN. And he goes, I may have heard of that. And I just, <laughs> but, but like I said, he was great. He always had time. And that's why I think, you know, people loved him so much is because he had that time. I mean, I've been around other high profile coaches where they don't have two seconds for you. 
again, like Coach Baden, you know, I worked there for five years and probably didn't know my name at all, but would at least recognize me and acknowledge me in a hallway and say hello or anything like that. But before Bound put on the headset, he played quarterback at the University of Alabama as a freshman. But in accordance with the university policy at the time, he was forced to give up his scholarship after marrying his high school sweetheart. Bowden transferred to Howard College in his hometown of Birmingham, Alabama, where he eventually earned little All-American honors. Now, Bowden began his career on the sidelines as the coach of Howard College, where his first two teams each lost only one game as he posted a 31-6 record in four seasons. And after seven seasons as an assistant at Florida State in West Virginia, he became the Mountaineer head coach in 1970. And he produced going 42-26 and 26 in six seasons at West Virginia, including his first top 20 team and guided the Mountaineers to two bowl appearances before taking the head coaching position at Florida State in 1976. Now, prior to his arrival, the Seminoles won only four games over three years but the turnaround would be remarkable. His second team went 10-2, and two, a season that Coach Bowden looked back on during his Florida State Hall of Fame induction. As I said, I coached 57 years. I was here 34 years. I have a favorite year. I have a favorite year. You know, it's hard to do. You got that, that many years. Surely you don't prefer one team or the other, and I don't. But I do have a favorite year. You know what it was? 1977. That was fun. I think Gene and them were here with us that time because uh, that's when I just got the job as my second year. And we hadn't been to a bowl in years. We hadn't been nationally ranked in years and uh, hadn't had winning season in years. And, and my first year, we didn't have a winning season. But that second year, we won 10 ball games, played in our first bowl, beat Texas Tech. And I think we ended up nationally ranked 14th in the nation. Now, that, that, I believe out of all the years I coached, even the national championships, that's still my favorite year. That entire Hall of Fame induction speech can be seen at FloridaState.com. Now, in 1982, in Bowden's fourth year, Florida State received an invitation to the Gator Bowl, which began a streak of 28 consecutive bowl appearances for the Seminoles under Bowden. But it was his flexibility that caught the attention of eventual 1993 Heisman Trophy winner Charlie Ward as he was being recruited. Initially, you know, our recruiting was, uh, I guess this is kind of snail mail, but, um, you know, I had a bunch of letters um, that was coming to the house. Yeah, old school. Yeah, that's old school. So, you know, it was re rather flattering to be able to have a box, a couple boxes of, uh, you know, interest letters. And, um, but when it came down to it, you know, like four schools, four or five schools that uh, were there to end. Auburn, uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech, uh, Florida State. And um, and so I, um, you know, essentially chose Florida State uh, because of Coach Bowden um, and his history of allowing guys to play uh, basketball, uh, mainly Brad Johnson, uh, who played quarterback as well. So that gave me hope because that was something that I wanted to do you know, going to college. Um, I wanted to play basketball and, you know, because I was an athlete and I just wanted to continue that trend of playing basketball and football and I uh, felt like he was going to give me the best opportunity. In 1993, Florida State went 12-1 and one and captured its first national championship. 
then Bowden led Florida State to a second natty in 1999 as the undefeated Seminoles became the first team in college football history to be voted number one in the Associated Press poll every single week of the season. Between 1987 and 2000, he guided the Seminoles to an extraordinary 14 consecutive top five finishes in the AP poll, winning 10 or more games in each of those seasons. After the 2009 season, he closed his career after 44 years as a head coach, including his tenure at FSU, where 28 of his 34 Seminole teams were ranked. Overall, he guided Florida State to 31 bowl appearances in his 34 seasons, and 304 of his 377 victories came at Florida State the most in school history. Now, Biden was also a trailblazer at the helm when the Seminoles made the move to the ACC in 1992. From then until his last year with the program, he led Florida State to 12 ACC championships, four times more than the next most in that span. And get this, from 1992 to 2000, Bowden and the Knowles posted a gaudy 70-2 record in ACC play. A key part of that success was dominating the conference when it came to recruiting. Bowden coached two Heisman Trophy-winning quarterbacks in Charlie Ward and Chris Winkie, plus 32 first-round draft picks in 44 seasons at FSU, with 20 of them coming between 1989 and 2001. He additionally would end up coaching three Pro Football Hall of Famers in Walter Jones, Derek Brooks, and Deion Sanders. Bowden's leadership at Florida State has thus far produced five College Football Hall of Famers in Charlie Ward, Ron Simmons, Deion Sanders, Derek Brooks, and Terrell Buckley. Coach Bowden had 20 six players who earned consensus All-American honors, while multiple others claimed the Thorpe, Buckus, Unitas, O'Brien, Groza, and Lombardi trophies. Bobby Bowden passed away August 8th, 2021 at the age of 91. And we'll have more on coaching legend Bobby Bowden right after this. Welcome back to Believe in College Football Legends. I'm Chris Smith. So let's take a look back at the top 10 Bobby Bowden moments. And at number 10, it was November 30th, 1996 versus Florida as hurt on the ACC Digital Network. And then wait until the Nokia Sugar Bowl in New Orleans for their chance to claim a national championship. And that snap of the ball will do it. Number two, Florida State upset number one, Florida 24 to 21 in Tallahassee to earn a berth in the Sugar Bowl for the national championship. Clocking in at number nine is the Fiesta Bowl versus Nebraska on January 1st, 1988, as heard on NBC Sports. And why is Nebraska not calling timeout? Are our statistics incorrect? Do they still have two timeouts? According to the scoreboard, they do. This is shocking. I am amazed as the countdown just continues. See, even though they couldn't stop it toward the end of the game, you never know if somebody's going to trip or slip or fall down. I think you use your timeouts. I'm very surprised by that. So we come to a close of the 17th edition of the Fiesta Bowl. The Budweiser Outstanding Players of today's game for Florida State, number 14, Danny McManus, who sets a Fiesta Bowl record of 375 yards. Florida State defeats Nebraska 31-28 to cap the first of FSU's NCAA record 14 straight 10-win seasons. The Seminoles finished 11-1 and number one in the AP poll. It's only the second New Year's Day Bowl win in school history. At number eight, on January 1st, 1996, it was the Orange Bowl versus Notre Dame, as heard on CBS Sports. Incomplete pass, but he did avoid the safety. And a flag is thrown. That'll be a safety, if that's intentional grounding. And 
Jimmy Harper, the referee, threw the flag. Will this be our second? We have intentional grounding in the end zone. That was not an eligible receiver in the area. Safety. My goodness. Yes, it was a national championship. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like the national championship. I'm really proud of the way our kids came back. But you gotta, you gotta give Lou Holtz a heck of a lot of credit to take a, do what he was doing with this young quarterback. Uh, we, we're lucky to win the darn game. The Seminoles defeated the Irish 31-26 to capture their NCAA record 11th straight bowl win. The number seven Bobby Bowden moment, Pontrooski at Clemson on September 17, 1988. Now the score is tied 21-21 with 133 left in the game as the Seminoles were on their own 20-yard line and faced a fourth and four. Well, FSU lined up the punt as hurt on the ACC Digital Network. It's a fake. They ran the fake for a first down. Florida State springs the big play. It's Leroy Butler down the side. Butler out of bounds at the one-yard line. What a gutsy call by Bobby Bowden. The up back, number 49, Dane Williams, gets the ball. Then he's going to go around, and he hits, hands the ball to Leroy Butler, and he faked everybody out. Unbelievable. This stadium in Clemson, South Carolina, is in a state of shock. Leroy Butler ran left for 77 yards to the Clemson 2. FSU kicked the field goal to win 24-21. And at number six on our list, it was October 23rd, 1999, for the Bowden Bowl 1. For the first time in college football history, father coaches against son as Bobby's Knowles took on Tommy's Clemson Tigers. Florida State escaped with a 17-14 win and route to the national title. The win was Bobby Bowden's 300th career victory, and the father and son spoke postgame on ESPN. Tommy, first quarter, first half, but we were lucky to win it. Tommy and him, I thought Tommy and him did a better job than we did, but we had more, more, probably had more players. Tommy, especially with the pace of your offense and what you did to create defensive confusion for your father's team in the first half. Well, it's, it's no good unless you stay on the field. We're too many three and outs. I, yeah. I, don't, I was waiting to cross the 50 to run that play. We couldn't, yeah. couldn't cross the 50, yeah. and they, they they were too good in the second. They made a did a great job of coaching the second half, making adjustments, and we couldn't. Well, you ran out of tricks. Yeah. You ran out I, of I tricks. I used them all. You're both safe because this is what Mike and Mother wanted. Yeah, Tommy Ann, lost. Ann wanted this. This is what Ann wanted. He's safe. He's safe. <laughs> Not me. Now at number five, it was November 26, 1994 against Florida. And then O's trailing 31-3 at the start of the fourth quarter. Florida State did rally to tie the game 31-31, what was to be known as choke at the doke, as heard on ESPN. For three quarters, it was Florida. For one quarter, it's been Florida State. But what a quarter. Ball at the 48-yard line, 17 seconds. Cannell steps up against the pressure. Can't, gotta get the first down to stop the clock. And didn't he get didn't get it. The clock is gonna continue to run with 10 seconds. He's gotta stop this baby. Line up and down it. He's gotta down it. It's gonna run out on it's him. Out. It's out. Didn't do it. This game is over. A 31-31 tie. The two squads would meet again in the Sugar Bowl five weeks later. FSU would win 23-17. Sitting at number four on the list, August 24, 2002 versus Iowa State. A matchup heard on Fox Sports with Seneca Wallace and the Cyclones on the move late in the final frame. Wallace, he eludes the pressure. He's got to get the first down to stop the clock again. Gets a block, can he find the end zone? No. He's knocked out of bounds at the one. Oh, 
What a run. Four seconds left to go. Obviously, Here here's the play of the year. Will we get right here. time or not? Rutland in the eye. The option. Waddles has a crease. Doesn't get there. It's over, and Florida State prevails. What a stop by the Seminoles. With the victory, Bobby Bowden records career win 324, passing Bear Bryant's career win total of 323. The win had special meaning to Bowden, who idolized Bear Bryant. And the number three Bobby Bowden moment came on October 25th at 2003 versus Wake Forest. The six-ranked Seminoles thumped 20th-ranked Demon Deacons 48-24 to give Bowden career win 339 making him the all-time winningest major college coach at the time. And number two, it was the Sugar Bowl versus Virginia Tech on January 4, 2000. As the number one ranked Seminoles rally from a fourth quarter deficit, outscoring Virginia Tech and quarterback Michael Vick 18-0 in the fourth quarter to win 46-29, capping an undefeated season and second national championship as heard on ABC TV. Well, the first champion of the 21st century, and it's a familiar face over there, Bobby Bowden and the Florida State Seminoles. It took Bowden 24 years, but he finally got it perfect. And now one of the genuine good guys can enjoy his second national championship as he wins the Nokia Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Now, FSU was ranked number one every week in the AP poll, becoming the first team to go wire-to-wire wire as number one. And our top Bobby Bowden moment came on January 1st, 1994 in the Orange Bowl versus Nebraska. And what a crazy finish to this legendary matchup for the national championship, with Florida State leading the Huskers by two late in the game on NBC Sports. Eight seconds left in the game. Over the middle to Bell. And Bell tackled with one second to go. No. They didn't stop the clock soon enough. They, that should, uh, they should have a second left here. He was clearly down before the final zero went up. And the officials did not call it. Nosburn can't believe it. Dick, I agree with you totally. He was down. Clock should be stopped. There should be another play. There should have been time. And uh, Osborne very calmly is pointing at the clock saying, seeing what we did, that the tackle it made. And now the officials are sending yes. both teams off the field. The hit by Derek Brooks. The tackle. And he goes down right there. So there's two seconds left for Nebraska. And certainly the game was not over. Oh, what agony for both of these coaches. Bobby Bowden has already been, he was already been doused with the water. 45 yards to steal it from Florida State and to give Cinderella, Nebraska a tremendous win and a national championship. And he hooked and left. Florida State wins. Florida State beat Nebraska 18-16 in the Orange Bowl to give Bobby Bowden his first national championship. All right, it's time to go for two. Get that kicker out of there. Two final points. We go for two with some interesting facts about legendary head coach Bobby Bowden. Ironically, Bowden's final game was a win over West Virginia in the 2010 Gator Bowl, which was the Seminoles' 28th straight bowl game. At the time, he was first among active coaches for winning percentage in bowl games, second for all-time bowl wins, and second for bowl appearances. He is the only coach to lead the school to 15 consecutive New Year's Day bowl games from 1991 to 2005, 
And his Seminoles were among the leaders for the most appearances in bowl championship series games with six. Fountain is the only coach in NCAA history to win 11 consecutive bowl games from 1985 to 1995, and the only one to have 14 consecutive bowl appearances without a loss. Well, I hope you enjoyed a look back on the life and legacy of Coach Bobby Bowden, as we will continue to highlight more coaching legends as told by their players. And as always, Believe in College Football Legends is presented by Bet Online. Thanks for listening to the Believe in College Football Legends podcast. Make sure to check out all the prior episodes with Heisman winners, legendary coaches, and sports personalities reliving the greatest plays. You can tweet your questions at the Sports Jesus and join us next week because it will be legendary. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.